Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right in to today's message. Y'all ready for the word this morning? Last week... Welcome to church, by the way. Last week, I kicked off this little two-part series that I entitled, Don't Throw in the Towel. And if you remember, at the end of service, um, I I honestly wasn't planning on the way that kind of went out. But as we were wrapping up, the Holy Spirit said um, to give every person who, um, uh, well, the way I saw it was one person that felt like they were going to, they needed, they were ready to make the decision to throw in the towel. And then as I was saying, okay, God, I've got that. He said, yeah, but I need you to give one to every person because there's going to be more than one. And I was like, yo, I ain't got but one towel. And he said, yeah, there's a pair of scissors right there. You know, Ansley Grace used them that morning. Have her cut them up. Y'all remember that? How many, how many got a piece of your towel, got a piece of that towel? This is all that is left of my original towel. And what the Holy Spirit showed me was sometimes when we go through life, that may be all the towel that I have left. Because people will rip you off, people will offend you, people will say stuff, right? The betrayal. And this may be all you have left, but don't throw the towel away. Don't throw, don't give up. Even if that's all you got, don't throw in the towel. And the cool thing about God is when you bring him what you have, he makes all things new. So you don't have to walk around with just that. People who, people who, people who they're like, well, this is all I got left, and, and, and they don't come in because they don't feel like they're good enough because that's what I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to be complete. The only thing that makes you complete is Jesus. If I don't preach anything, even get to my notes, that's enough right there. Because that's what makes us want give to give up and throw in the towel is the fact that I don't feel complete because this is all I got to offer. That's all you need. And when you come before him, he'll make all things new. Amen? Give Jesus Christ a praise offering this morning. That's what he showed me when I came up this week to kind of prepare and get some things ready. I saw that piece of the towel back there, and it was like the Holy Spirit said, you realize, B, that that is, the, that, is the, that is how most people come in to church, is that's all I have to offer. And I'm here today to tell you, no matter what you think you have, don't throw in the towel. Amen? Amen. So last week, I asked you the question, and I kicked things off, and I'm going to ask again. How are you doing in life with all that you have going on? How are you doing? Like, really, how are you doing? With all the things that, that, that are coming at us in the world. and what, How are you doing with all of this stuff? Are you trying to do it on your own? Are, are you inviting uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to, to get, on the, get on the field with you? Are you trying to make plays? Y'all got the picture again because we took all this stuff away. Are you still trying to make plays on your own? That's the most dangerous decision. The most dangerous play you can ever pull out of the playbook is to try to run that pass and run that ball by yourself. The truth is we all have moments in life where we feel like giving up. But the thing you have to answer, the question you have to answer is, is it worth fighting for? That marriage, is it worth fighting for? Absolutely, it's worth fighting for. I don't see it. You don't have to. You look at him and, you, and she, he, who, he, they, you, as long as both parties are looking at God, it's worth fighting for. But you got to get on the same page. That's about the time you nudge your spouse and say, we need to get on the same page. Amen. 
like, somebody's like, uh-uh, you ain't get me in trouble. I got to go home with him. <laughs> I got to go home with her. A lot of times we make the decision to just quit and throw in the towel. We're afraid of experiencing the pain, re-experiencing the pain that we once felt. So we just feel like I'm not going to try anymore. I'm just going to give up because I don't, that, that pain, was, it was just too hurtful back there. Everybody say the past. It, it's in the past. Somebody say, no, it was last night. <laughs> That's still the past. And Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, and I read this last week, uh, uh, Philippians 3.13. Paul said to the church at Philippi, brothers and sisters, I do not consider. This is Paul now. This is the apostle Paul saying, I don't have it all together. That's just like all of us in the room. The, the man who wrote more than, more than two-thirds of the Bible is saying, Amen. <laughs> I don't have it all together. But yet we're reading and learning from him. This is what he said. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have yet taken hold of it. But one thing I do, I forget what is behind me. It happened, yes. But I'm straining toward what is ahead. And I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. First of all, Paul is saying, I, don't, I, 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 I know I'm the one writing to you, but you've got to know something. I don't have it all together. I know I'm the person that God has chosen to lead this, this, this flock, this, 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 this body. But your pastor doesn't have it all together. Not even some of the time. <laughs> I feel like I'm in good company, though. <laughs> Paul's saying, I know that life is going to get hard. But he's saying, you got to put that stuff behind you. So the question that I've really been asking myself, and I, I posed this question to you last week, is this. How do I live life? How do I do it really well even when life hurts really bad? When life hurts like hell, how am I supposed to live like heaven? I, gave, I wanted to give you four things. That's the purpose of this whole talk. And I gave you the first one last week. Four things that will help you when you're struggling. I encourage you to take notes because you're going to need these four things this week, I promise. Those of you that, that accepted membership today... Make sure you write these things down because you're going to go through thump, thump, thumping, thumping. You're going to go through thumping. That is going to be a struggle for you. And you're going to have the first opportunity to throw in a towel. You need to go back to this message. The first one was this. Pray through the pain. Have a conversation with God. Instead of getting to a place where you're just going through the motions and, and living your life on autopilot, have a conversation with God about how you're feeling. God, I don't like this. Just, he can handle it. He can handle your, your non-spiritual prayer. He can handle it, right? I, I was listening to a message this morning while I was getting ready uh, by another pastor on a podcast, and he said this statement. He said, when you stop coming to God, the enemy starts coming to you. When you stop coming to God, the enemy comes to you. It's almost like a conversation. If I'm having a conversation, me and Adam, and somebody needs to talk to me, they're not going to interrupt. Well, I don't even like to give the enemy credit that he's that polite. But he knows that the person that I'm having a conversation with, should he step in, he'll be reminded that he's already been taken out. And he's a liar. So, so the moment that you and I stop having a conversation with God, that's when the attack comes. Have a conversation with God. What's that look like? Philippians 4, 6, and 7 
says this. This is what it looks like. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. The reason we can't get peace is because we're not talking to God. We're talking to everybody else. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So out of, that, out of those two verses, the first one was pray. Get real raw and honest with God about how you feel. Listen, when my parents passed, I got real raw and ugly with God about how I felt. Number two, out of that verse, those two verses is petition. Let God know what you need. And number three was Thanksgiving. Thanks, be thankful for what you do have. Did anybody, did anybody accept my challenge last week and go home and put in your notes in your phone, in your little note app, all the things that God has done and all the things that you're grateful for? Did anybody do that? I got one. I got two. Every single one of us have enough. The, the fact that you're here today after the battle, after the betrayal, after the hurt that you went through, the mere fact that you can sit here today and suck up oxygen should be enough. That should be the very first thing you brought me through. That should be the very first thing you put on your notepad. You brought me through. And if you're like me, I, I could fill up my phone so much that I, I'd have to download it to the cloud, right? Because my phone can't take it all. I'm, I'm challenging you. Sure, you're going to have all the stuff that you could be thinking about. This went wrong and that went wrong. And, and she said and he said. And that, that's fine. It's really happening. But come over here and go, but God, I'm, I'm thankful for this. God, I'm praying. I, I need your guidance for this. God, this is my petition. This is what I'm asking for. But at the same moment, God, this is what I'm thankful for, what you've done in my life. And those thankful moments will remind you that he can take care of this. So the, point, the first point that I gave you last week was pray through the pain. Pray through the pain. Don't be like me and complain through the pain. God, this hurts way too... Nobody understands. Nobody knows. Anybody ever said that before? Listen, you can either pray through the pain or you can complain through the pain, but you can't do both, and only one's going to give you the outcome that you really want. Prayer. Have a conversation. Number two. Here it is. Hold on to a promise. Hold on to a promise. Let me give you one to hold on to. When your mind and your emotions is all over the place. Anybody have had those days where your mind's all over the place? You do something, you say something, and then somebody comes back and goes, you know you said, and you'd be like, oh, that wasn't me. That's because you wasn't in your right mind. Anybody ever been there? Where's all my married people at? I, you've had every opportunity to say stuff, right? <laughs> let, me give you, let me give you a promise you can hold on to. You ready? Here it is. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. I'm going to read this in the NLT version. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep, this is me talking to him. This is me having a conversation. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. Where are you placing your trust? Misplaced trust will always lead to frustration. If you can't seem to find peace of a situation, you've got, to ask your, you've got to ask yourself the question, where's my mind? At the moment that everything's chaotic, you've got to ask yourself, where's my mind? I guarantee you it's not on him. Because chaos and God can't operate and function in the same place. That doesn't mean chaos will go away. That just means you have a mind of Christ to handle chaos differently than 
than the way we like to handle chaos. Right? See, the thing we've got to realize about our emotions, your emotions will lie to you. Your emotions will lie to you. Your emotions will tell you it's over. Throw in the towel. Listen, it's not over when you fail. It's over when you decide not to get back up. That's when, that's when you're a failure. I just, I quit. I, I'm just done. You're a failure. Don't look at me crazy. Because you've said the same thing. You're not a failure. When you're striving and straining and trying to, to move the ball, so to speak, down the field, trying to move and do life well when life hurts like hell, and the enemy tells you you're a loser just because you trip and fail. It, we all trip and fall. We all trip and fall. And, and if you're at a place where you feel like, Mm-mm, not me, you're falling right now. <laughs> Because you're falling from the truth of God's word that says all, all, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that includes you, my friend. If that's too tough for you, I don't apologize. The conviction of the Holy Spirit ain't always comfortable. Not supposed to be. Supposed to move us from where we are to the place he wants us to be. God. It's not over. It's not over. Yeah, but you don't know what I'm going through. I don't care. I don't need to know. God knows. And he says to you today, my friend, it's not over. Amen. Your emotions will lie to you and tell you it's, it's, it's going to be this way for the rest of your life. Well, what if your situation doesn't change? Ever, you ever heard those what ifs? The enemy's full of what ifs. He's full of a lot of other stuff too. Hmm. What, if? what if? What if they hurt you again? What if your plans fall through again? What if you try again and you fail again? What if, what if, what if? Listen, two people can play at the what if game. What if God shows up and turns your situation around? What if God gives you wisdom and protects you from all those hurtful things? Huh? What if you try again and actually succeed? What if? What if you trust God and let God work out all the details? I'm a detailed guy. I like, I like, but we serve a God who he knows the details. 2020, we launched the, the, we launched the, the building program and, and I needed to know how, how are we going to get $70,000? I know some of y'all just weeks ago when we said it's going to be somewhere around the ballpark of $3.5 to actually put the building on the property. And some of you are like, oh, can I remind you that in less than two years, a group of about 125 people raised $70,000 that we paid cash for 12 acres of land? It was just people jumping in every week. So where's 3.5 million coming from? He don't, it ain't up there. It's down here. He don't need our money. History to gold. We use asphalt. The money's here. Everything we need is in the house. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Watch and see. Watch and see. Talking about the details. I've already turned it over to God. God, you, you got the details. I drive by that property, no building on it yet. Am I frustrated? Nope. I trust him. It's not my church, not my building, not my land. Listen, if we're not careful, we'll buy into our emotions and surrender our future based on a lie. 
You'll surrender what God has for you. Surrender is I give it up. I give up. Listen, God promises that when I trust him and I concentrate and put my thoughts on him, that he will give me perfect peace. That's a promise worth holding on to. So number one, pray through the pain. Number two, hold on to a promise. I got four. Here's number three. Get somebody fighting with you. Get some people fighting with you. I don't know where you are today, but for most of us in this room, when we're hurting, we just go through the motions. When we're hurting, we just go through the motions. We might put a post on Facebook, but we just go through the motions. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. How many more songs is pastor going to sing? That the Lord has made. I mean, you're clapping everything, but you're going through the motions. Can I just tell you that when we do that, we miss out on so much that God has for us? When you go on autopilot, you're missing all the, you're missing all the amazing things. There's a story in the Bible that really gives us a clear understanding. It's in Exodus. Let's go there. Uh, Exodus 17. This is in uh, the Old Testament. Exodus 17. You still here with me? I know you are, but is your mind still here? Is your ear still open to what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to you today? All right, it's in Exodus 17. This is the nation of Israel who is fighting. They're fighting a battle. This is the children of, of, of God, nation of Israel, fighting this battle. So Moses goes up on this mountain to pray. And when he holds his hands up, the Israelites are winning the battle. But when his hands drop, they start losing the battle. That's why when Pastor B says, everybody in the house, lift your hands. I know you're in a battle. I know you are. So for some of you, it's a battle to get here today. But this is not a sign of weakness. This is a sign of God. It's, it's all you. I, I need you. We sang that today. I need you. Look what happens. Exodus 17, 11 through 13 says this. As long as Moses, Moses held, his, held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. Think about that. When you come in here and... and this is the day, this is the day. There's an advantage you have when you acknowledge, God, this is your way, this is your way. There's an advantage that you have. It happened for them. He said, but whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired, he could no longer hold them up. That's why I said, will you pray for your pastor and his family? Will you pray for, pray for strength, pray for protection? Pray for godly wisdom. It wasn't to put the attention on our family because we're, we're no different than you. We got dysfunction, dysfunctional moments just like you. But there's something to be said that when the shepherd turns his, his eyes and face away from the sheep, I can't get caught up on everything that's going on in my life because I'm here to serve. And, let, let, let's, get, let's get you through yours. I got, I, got, I got a team of about 20 leaders and some accountability people. They're going to help me stay on track. But my focus is getting you to where you are supposed to be. And you already hit step one. That's being in here today. Because I believe every single person is not here by accident. You came to hear this message whether you knew it or not. God knew you needed to hear this message. Don't give up. In spite of where you are, in spite of what you went through, don't give up. So Aaron and her found a stone for Moses to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of the... Uh, uh, thank you, in battle. 
My, my brain's going 50 miles a minute right now. You need people like this in your life. That's what being a part of this body is about. Because it's not just two people standing and holding arms. It's, it was 25, 30 plus people plus the other. Helping us hold our arms up. Your arms. I need people like that in my life. To say, I'm not going anywhere until you see a victory. I'm not even worried about my victory. I'm, I, my, my victory comes when you succeed. That's why we launched the R groups. That's why we want every one of you who said Release City Church is my home to join a serve team. Why? Because you need to be surrounded by and connected to people who will stand on God's word with you and say, we will not move from this spot until you win. Number four. Oh, Galatians 6, 2 says this. It's, it's, what I'm talking about is bear one another's burdens and so fulfill. <laughs> so fulfill the law of Christ. I said it today. It was part of the, the, the membership creed. When, when you're hurting, we're hurting. When, when you're on the mountaintop, we're right there with you. When the spotlight's on you, we're not trying to push you out of the way so we can get some of that. Because it wasn't meant for us. It's meant for you. And I'm celebrating you. Ain't everybody, ain't, ain't, ain't every Christian like that? Give me some of that. Well, how come the bless? how come Adam and Sarah get in the pool? How come they get in the barn? I know when he said it, some people probably thought that in their mind. He told you how it happens when you get faithful to what God's word says. When you make his mission a priority, when his mission becomes your mission, he'll take care of all your wants and needs. That's just how it works. Let me say, y'all spend 10, 15 minutes every, every, every time it's time to give. It's not to raise a bank account. The ministry's fine. It's to get your bank account fine. It's to get God in on, on the action. We do you a disservice if we don't teach you how to, how to walk in the blessings of God. I don't want to walk in what I can conjure up and do. I need God to bless me. Number four, lastly. Four things that will help you when you're struggling. Here it is. Be still. Be Be still. Stop antsy. Antsy. When you're worried and there's no peace in your life, you're antsy. Just be still. It's saying, God, this one is above my strength level. I need your strength. We, we may sing that new song again next week, three weeks in a row. I need you. I need your strength to help me through this. Exodus 14, 13. I'm coming down the home stretch. I can see the, I can see the runway. I see it. We're almost there. Exodus 14, 13 and 14 says this. Moses told the people, don't be afraid, just stand still. And watch the Lord rescue you today. Because when I'm like, God, I need I need you to, I need you to I need you to I need you to rescue me. But then we're antsy. God's trying to send a blessing, but he don't know what the address is for it to show up at. Because you're all over the place. You're you're believing the lie of your emotions that it's always gonna be this way. Nobody cares about me. No other church. This is all fake. Be still. Be still. 
and tune out all that other noise and tune into his voice. Be still. Verse 14 is the opening song of today that we started worship with. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm or just be still. There's going to come a time when you say, I don't have what it takes to get through this. Listen, that's not a sign of weakness. That's a sign of strength. Sometimes the fight that we have on the inside, we need to point it in the direction of our pride. Let me, let me, let me read it just like I wrote it down. Sometimes the fight that we have on the inside, we need to redirect that same fight in the direction of our pride because it's, most of the time it's our pride that won't allow us to surrender to God. And we sure don't want anybody else in the church to know that we're struggling. Why? Because we're supposed to have it all together. As long as I'm not together with him, I'm not going to have it together. But when I make him a part of what I'm walking, how I'm living... I've got it together. You may not think so, but I'm a work in progress and I will not be perfect till I take my last breath and I'm in heaven. Just like you. So number one, pray through the pain. Hold on to the promise. Get somebody to fight with you and be still. In closing. Just bring that track. Before we go, I want to give you ten promises that you can hold on to when you're struggling. Because I said, hold on to a promise. I'm going to give you 10. I'm going to do something. It's going to blow your mind. I'm going to read 10 scripture verses back to back in church. I hope that's okay. I want to give you some artillery to use. I'm giving you the opportunity right now to get a piece of paper and write these verses down. I'm going to read them, but you need to have, you're not going to be able to write, because I'm going I'm to flow through them, but you need to write down the, cha- the, 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 the book, the chapter, and the verse. And as I'm reading these, you're going to hear the voice of God saying to you today, don't you dare let go. Hold on. I got you. This is what, you, this is what, you, this is what you're going to hear through this, through this. Don't you dare let go of your faith. Don't you dare let go of your hope. Don't you dare let go of your dream. God is here today saying to somebody, don't you let go. I've got you. Here they are, 10 promises. Isaiah 41:10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41:10. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. For he he has said, I will never leave you. Somebody's here today that feels like you've been left. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. And I love, there's another translation that says a spirit of timidity. That's what you see in your pastor. I'm not timid about the word. I'm not timid. I'm passionate. I'm not mad at anybody, but I'm passionate. It says, for 
For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7. Psalms 23.4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalms 23.4. Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it, I don't know who your them is, but God's word is telling you today, don't, 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 don't fear. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you, there it is again, or forsake you, Deuteronomy 31, 6. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. John 14, 27. Ephesians 3, 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is work within us. Ephesians 3, 20. Psalms 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Psalms 46, 1 through 3. Psalms 55, 22. One more after this. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be forsaken. Psalms 55, 22. Cole, come. Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. Let me say it again. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. It is not your battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, get up on your feet right here, right now. Come on, somebody. Somebody, somebody. Ten promises. Ten promises. Ten promises. Ten promises. I don't even need to pray a prayer blessing over you. You're blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. He's going to close us out with that song, Battle Belongs. But I want to take just this moment to release our leadership team to go ahead and make your way to the cafe as you're, as you're heading. Those of you that join, it, I promise it'll take five minutes of your time to, fill, to complete the paperwork. We've got some refreshments for you. If you, have, if you became a member today and you, already, and you have kids, go ahead and get over there and check them out. And let's meet, meet us in the cafe. Do y'all, do, y'all, do y'all understand what God is doing in this house? Do you, do, you, do you feel the electricity? I go home and I'm so tired after Sunday because it's like I feel the electricity. But then I'm supercharged and ready to go next day. And that I pray over your life. May the Lord bless you, keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he give you peace. And know this, you are not alone. God has got your back. Why? Because the battle belongs to the Lord. Love you guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City, 
or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you, and until next time, the best is yet to come.